Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. We are back. It's July 4th. Patriotic episode. Richie's got his what do you got over there? The what are, what are those ICs called, Richie? It's a bomb cop, folks, man. Come on. Oh uh, yeah. I don't I don't know, man. Like I can't. I got bad eyes and stuff and so anyway, we're celebrating um all day today. I'm surprised that Richie's even coherent enough to do this. I saw him <laughs> chipping chipping golf balls into a pool earlier, but if you're listening to this on iTunes on Monday morning or whenever through the week, um, go back and check out Richie's shirt later because it's it's fantastic. We have a special guest tonight. We uh, have a we have two interviews, one live and then one that we pre-recorded last week. We'll jump right into the first one with um, former FSU athlete, FSU grad, FSU alum, and current American Olympian, USA Olympian, Nick Lucena. Nick, thank you so much for joining us tonight. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, except my son just tried to sneak here and spilled a whole ton of water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be quiet. Now he's trying to pick it up with one paper towel. Other than that, uh, I'm doing good. Gonna grab a, a regular towel. But yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> no, that is, uh, I think if there's anything we've learned over like the last year and everybody like doing interviews and working from home and everything else is just like real life happens. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, you just can't escape it. Like yeah. my kids, will be like perfect angels all day and then I'll get on a call with my boss and then they just want to both have like absolute meltdowns and I'm just like, why yeah. now? <laughs> to his credit, he was tiptoeing, trying to be quiet, <laughs> looking at me, making sure I saw him trying to be quiet and he tried to grab a full glass of water and just knocked it over. But other than that, man, yeah, excited about uh, being on here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, no doubt. Well, we appreciate your time. Um, so we had, I don't want to spoil the interview too much, but we had John Proctor, um, Katrina's uh, coach on Thursday. Obviously, he's going to um, Tokyo. I know that you were in, you, you've you you've been everywhere and you've done a ton in Rio uh, a few years ago. But like, how do you even, can you even like put into words or sum up what it means to like compete for your country at an Olympic games. And then not only to do it once, but now to be yeah. going back and doing it again. I know that's like the question everybody asks. I know that's a lot, but no, no. I, I'd love to hear what, you know, like, yeah, you even, it like, doesn't, um, put into words. It, I mean, it doesn't um, seem real. Like I never was a goal of mine to kind of play beach volleyball, let alone represent the U S at an Olympics. So uh, I'm trying to, I've been fortunate enough to play in Rio and then do it again. So I'm trying just to enjoy this whole process and enjoy actually doing, doing it again. And, and Rio kind of everything was just like a blur. And, um, but um, it's awesome. I'm grateful. You know, it's a little overwhelming if I start to think about it. So I don't really uh, that much. <laughs> um, but it's exciting you know I'm, I'm excited to to get out there it'll be a little different in tokyo than rio so i'm kind of interested into seeing how they're going to run it all with uh, not not being able to leave the village or kind of being isolated and so it's almost going to be like a three-week quarantine and then you're just playing volleyball on the side so but it's crazy man like like i was at uh florida state 20 years ago and i wasn't uh playing volleyball or doing anything. So it's kind of random that it happened. So I'm just grateful and taking it all in. So oh, yeah, how, did you, how did you get into volleyball then? Because like you just said, you were at Florida State. You weren't playing. Uh, oh, was yeah. this something you did before that? And how that how this come about now that you're the, in the representing the America in the Olympics? Yeah, so I mean, I grew up playing soccer. And then kind of like at the end of high school, my brother – Older brother kind of played, so I kind of just played for fun. But then when I got to Florida State, I started competing like in these local tournaments in Florida. I lived in a place called Jefferson Point. I don't, I don't know if it's there anymore, or um, which had a beach volleyball court right by the pool. So I was just there all the time. And kind of got good, and it was fun. So when I graduated, I was just uh, I met my partner now, Phil. Um, he was at UCF. So we met each other probably our sophomore years and we competed just for fun, kind of going to these local tournaments on the weekends and 
we'd win like a hundred bucks or 200 bucks, but you know, we were just trying to party or whatnot. Beach volleyball is kind of like, uh, <laughs> that's kind of what it, what it was when I was in school back then, but it was all by accident. And then after I graduated, I was just like, well, I'm going to try and do this for a little bit so I don't have to get a real job. And uh, I've been able to avoid uh, getting a job for, for some time. So it's all luck. It's really crazy. And Phil, same story, kind of. He went to UCF and played for their club team, but didn't, you know, he, he just wasn't, uh, he was like a tennis player. So it's all, it's all happened. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of, <laughs> yeah, it really it's, is random. It's a, it's a pretty absurd story because you hear people <laughs> training for the Olympics since they're like four or five years old, right? Like yeah. some of these gymnasts, like, have been taking like gymnastics like, like yeah. do they look at you weird <laughs> because you like just were like i'm just gonna start this and then all of a sudden get good enough to uh or or like other olympic athletes or other like volleyball players that you may like run into that are at the olympics like maybe they don't know the story but like is that is that common like for people to just be able to pick it up and then be no I olympic mean, athletes? Um, <laughs> usually there's like i think they they do look at us weird because they're like who are these two 41 year olds still playing <laughs> like uh, mo some of the kids are early 20s and i'm like man I, that could be your dad but uh, <laughs> it's it's not common a lot of people kind of play that indoor collegiate or, or grow up in the club volleyball and then kind of go from there so but um there's actually three jake gibb who who is um who will be competing for the u.s as well didn't grow up playing beach volleyball. He kind of picked it up, I think, at a later years too. Uncommon. It just happens that, uh, you know, we're doing it. How, how hopeful is it that you uh, went to Rio back in 2016? So now, you know, it's a little weird because it should be four years, but it's five years later. But, you know, talking to Coach Proctor earlier in the week, the, it's going to air a little later today. You know, he said that for him and Katrina was a huge you know, learning experience, going to the Olympics, seeing what it's like. And obviously it'll be a little different this year with, you know, COVID protocols and whatnot. But yeah. having been there once, going back now, do you feel like you can just relax and just play and uh, you're kind of overall the fanfare of, of going the first time? Yeah, we were kind of fortunate with Rio is um, since Copacabana was so far from the village, um, we kind of stayed by the – by the site. Um, so it was almost like just a random beach volleyball tournament for us. So for two days, we were kind of in the village and that was kind of overwhelming. But then once we moved uh, closer to the beach and where the tournament was being held, we had our own hotel. It was almost like we were just doing another international tournament. So I I'm more curious how, because this year we'll have to stay in the village and we'll have to be around all the other athletes the whole time. Whereas uh, in Rio, it was only the beach volleyball. We'd have our own place to work out, our own place to practice. And with Tokyo, we'll, we'll, we'll be with all the athletes. So I'm actually interested to see how it's going to go this year. I think it'll be maybe a little overwhelming with seeing all the – and especially with all the protocols that they'll have and whatnot. But as far as the Olympics goes and, and uh, you know, we have a little experience, so – I think um, when playing comes to when it comes to playing, we'll be yeah, it'll be easier for sure. On on that specifically, I know you, I asked you in my first question. I kind of asked how how much it means to you, how big it is to be in the Olympics, and so maybe yeah. kind of a similar answer here that you just don't try to think about it. But how how much different is it like playing like? can you just kind of block it out of your mind and just say like, Hey, I'm just playing in another game when you're playing in an Olympic game or is it there? Like, is it impossible to like block it out completely um, um, in that moment? Yeah. So when, you know, we played Rio, you know, obviously it's, it's probably the biggest stadium we played in. Um, and, and you kind of, once you get in, once you start competing into the game, that kind of goes away. Um, the whole, you know, the over, overwhelming feeling that, hey, I'm in the Olympics. And, and usually, or, or with Rio, we were, I was able to focus and kind of just compete when we had to. So my curios, uh, curiosity is, like, all the downtime we're going to have, and we're not going to be able to just 
I mean, it's going to be a lot of downtime where your mind is just constantly thinking and spinning and, you know, you're probably thinking of all the matches and stuff like that. That's, that's what I think is going to be harder to deal with than actually just competing when you're on the court. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, what, what are the, so obviously I don't even know what they're going to do for it this year. Cause you get all the COVID protocols and things that they have in place, but what were the, uh, what were the opening ceremonies like in Rio? Like to, to be able to, you know, I mean, I, walk, remember. I, I just can't even imagine. Cause then you're like, I mean, you're out there with like LeBron James and yeah. you know, like Phelps was there, right? Like Ledet, like all of these people are just like, this is yeah. absurd, right? It was, it was <laughs> awesome seeing all the, I mean, the cool part was, I think, you know, all, all the, we were in the back. I don't know if they did it alphabetically with the um, sports, but somehow we ended up with the NBA guy. I mean, I'm pretty sure all the NBA guys just wanted to be around like the tall volleyball girls. <laughs> so cool. like, I remember, um, you know, Kyrie Irving just, I was like, man, this guy is just, he'll just sit somewhere and then, there'll be a group of girls just following him, talking to him. But that was a little weird uh, or kind of surreal. But I remember with the opening ceremonies, they, you just walked for about two hours before you even got to the stadium. So I remember being like, dude, this is long and tiring. And you don't really want to be on your feet that, that much, especially when you're competing the next day. So I remember we did that lap around. And I remember just, I'm like, I'm just going to soak it all in. I'm not going to have my phone. A lot of people just were recording it, but um, it was awesome. It was such a cool, intense uh, moment, and it was really brief because as soon as we did that lap, you know, we left. Like, they took us off because we had to play the next day. So it was fast. So I'm hopefully, you know, if I don't know what they're doing with the opening ceremonies this year or if there's even going to be anybody, but... I might just, uh, yeah, I don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> Find a track and do a lap yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Nick, you uh, you mentioned you're, you're 41 now. Uh, are there any thoughts in your mind that, like, you know, this might be my mass, last Olympics? And do you uh, look at a guy like the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, for inspiration to see this guy, you know, yeah. pushing 45, winning Super Bowls? He's going to win another one this year as well. Uh, it, yeah. It's just pretty cool to see. It's, uh, I mean, I, I thought for sure after Rio, um, like I would, that was it. I'm pretty sure we were done. Uh, in 2018, it feels like, yeah, I'm done competing overseas. You know, I'll, I'll play some domestic events, but um, over the travel. And somehow he's just like, ah, let's just try it and see what happens. And we got a late start. And so when we did qualify, I was like, man, this is crazy, especially being 41. And I was not a Tom Brady fan for the longest time until he went to the Bucks. <laughs> And then I was like, man, this kind of, I'm a big fan now, especially being an older athlete. So obviously I'm like, this is my last Olympics. Um, and who knows what I'm going to do after this year. But so that's why I'm just trying to enjoy kind of the whole preparation for it and, and uh, enjoy kind of the practices that, you know, Bill, myself and Jason, uh, our coach have been having. And cause you know, this is, this is our last run for sure. Um, we talked about this a little bit before we got started, but uh, how how low on the list of of how low on the list does uh, fried chicken and and French fries rank of the uh, meals that Olympic athletes are consuming days before the Olympics? <laughs> uh, I won't tell you what I ate today. Not, uh, <laughs> for sure, Publix fried chicken was on there. Hot dog with slaw. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, usually we're at a tournament um, in Switzerland. They have it every 4th of July. And so this is the first time I've been home on the 4th of July for some time. So I was like, I'm going to enjoy it a little bit. So, <laughs> nice. um, you know, if it wasn't for my wife, who's really healthy, I'd probably just eat whatever. I've been fortunate enough to get away with it for now. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'll probably that'd be the last fried chicken I, I kind of have <laughs> in the next three weeks. No, uh, no gut boxes until you get back home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. We, uh, we talked with her, and we talked when she was on. And we talked with you, obviously, about it before. That she's never had it. We're we're doing a big tailgate 
Labor Day weekend, and we're going to get her out there and make sure that she has some Guthrie's. Yeah. Um, they're, they're catering. They're sponsoring it. Nice. And so we haven't even announced that yet. I guess I just did on the air. But um, anyway, I don't know when we're recording or not. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely have to get her some uh, some yeah. boxes. Um, are you guys – obviously, she's, she was a great athlete, coaches FSU – uh, beach volleyball team now, which you assist with as well. But um, are you guys competitive with each other? Because obviously you're very competitive. Yes, we uh, are. How, how how does that work? Like, do you guys have you guys it's ever not, played? It doesn't uh, work well. Yeah. <laughs> I, and and uh, so I've learned. Um, <laughs> yeah, I learned just because uh, we're ultra competitive in any in any argument or something. It's like no, no, I want to be right. Sure. And uh, I've learned, you know. She's probably right most of the time. Like, no matter what, it's I'm going to be wrong uh, in the end. But um, it's interesting now with our boys, and we're just playing, playing, and you know we're, we're getting competitive with them, uh, just because that's just naturally how we are. But um, it's definitely a tough dynamic when it comes to a relationship. I'll never play another tournament with her again. I played one tournament with her, <laughs> and it was a co-ed tournament. And usually the, the men will kind of hit on two, um, but I wouldn't. I just kept setting her, and like these guys were blocking her, and uh, she's getting really mad at me. And I was just, I was just, I was having some drinks, having fun. I was like, this is for fun, <laughs> enjoying yourself. And, Love it. <laughs> she didn't like that. So, and yeah, it didn't end well. So I was like, yeah, I'm probably not gonna, not gonna play with her. Yeah, you know, we were both pretty smart about it. Um, are your kid like so? Your oldest, you said, was eight. Right yeah. Out there. Okay. Are they picking up? Like, can you tell? So my kids are like three and one, right? So like, I can't tell anything. But are are, are you starting to see in the older two? Yeah. Any, my any athleticism or uh, my four year old? It's hard to impress me. Um, like with the whatever kids in sports, I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's it's good. At the, you know, for eight. But my four-year-old, I'm like, dang, man, and he had three hand-eye coordination, and uh, I was like, he's pretty, pretty gifted. Um, so, yeah, and you know, he's watched me, Brooke, and his older brother kind of do all these things. We've been playing with him since he was little. So, yeah, yeah, I do see um, in him. My other son, the eight-year-old, just he's just a smart kid, like an artist and a reader, and he likes to play around outside for sure. Um, I'm hoping he'll, you know, he's not the, he's got a big heart, dude. He's going to work, uh, work hard, but, um, yeah, for sure. We got some athletes. The little guy, are any coaches FSU already looking at him for, for different scholarships? Like, uh, <laughs> is, I mean, is it too yeah. soon for this? Yeah. Now I'm not gonna, uh, cause I have, uh, um, some siblings that, that have their, their kids in sports and they're ultra into it. And it's almost like, you know, they love like, I don't want to put that on my kids. So um, I'm hoping they play for fun, but I'm hoping they play as many sports as they can. Like right now, everyone's so you got to like play soccer, just soccer for your whole life. And they get kind of um, just dialed into one sport really early. So we try and play all sorts of sports out back. We got a pretty cool yard where we live and good group of kids. So we're, we're just playing everything and anything we can. So um, how, uh greg brunt how do you know greg oh greg so greg sponsors greg sponsors really? a few um a few shows on the on the network he doesn't sponsor this one greg let's get going I grew, I grew uh, sports against uh greg baseball little league uh he was uh i think when i went to middle school he was a setter for the middle school team and i think he went to cooper city i don't remember much of uh but i, I grew up playing sports against him that's awesome. Yeah. Greg's a great guy. We've, we've hung out a lot of events with him and stuff. So when he said that, I was like, there's no, like, you've got to go. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Um, Nick, thank you so much for, for hanging out. I, I don't know if you taking up some of your time, but um, on a holiday, thanks for doing this, man. We're, we're so excited to see you guys compete thank you. Um, and cheer you guys on. I wonder, so you guys should be, cause like beach volleyball happens day, right? Like that'll, like usually play in day. Yeah, we played some night matches in Rio, so they'll have some night matches for sure. So the time difference is what's going to be yeah, I a don't struggle. Know. They might be um, hours. So 
you know, if, if you play an 8 PM, then that works out great. Like that's right when we're getting up. Right. But like, if it's like a 6 PM, I'm like, Oh, can can they please schedule it well for us? So anyway, excited to see you guys and cheer you guys on and best of luck. You know, that we'll we'll, um, definitely be cheering for you and hopefully we'll, we'll see when we do come up on Labor Day. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me again. Thanks buddy. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks Nick. Take it easy. Nick Lucena of uh, the USA men's beach volleyball team competing in Tokyo later this month. That's pretty cool. Uh, Richie, let me fix this. Harlan's out like boating today. And so like, he's not here to, (laughs) we were a little slow on the trigger for those watching or that'll watch later. Um, Getting Nick on the full screen, but um, it's pretty cool to interview somebody that's like literally been at the Olympics and competed at the Olympics. They finished fifth in the Olympics last time in Rio lost the eventual gold medal guild medal winners, um, which were Brazil. And so they'll be competing again later this month at the Olympics. Um, we didn't shout this out earlier. Double fries, no slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations, 1818 West Tennessee and 2550 North Monroe. Um, Richie, I think we have another interview that we'll play right now. We appreciate Nick and his time coming on. We'll play this other interview, and then we can wrap up the show and get out of here. Not super long, but somewhat of a patriotic episode with a couple of um, couple of Olympic guests. First up, we had Nick Lucena. For those that are just tuning in or just checking us out, or if you somehow started a video 22 minutes in, um, back it up and watch our interview with Nick. He just finished up chatting with us and now we have an interview that we recorded with john proctor who is fsu's diving coach um who is katrina young's coach was her coach at fsu and then it will be her coach uh over for the olympics in tokyo their second olympics together john was hilarious he was fantastic um i feel like your takeaway from this interview that we're going to play is that uh, the two things that john loves most in life are fsu and America, so very fitting, uh, and his family, but FSU and America, so pretty fitting for uh, 4th of July. So check out this interview, and then we'll come back and wrap up the show and get out of here. Welcome back to Double Fries, No Slaw. Uh, we are joined by a very special guest, FSU head uh, diving coach, John Proctor. Coach, thanks for taking some time and hanging out with us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to be here. Yeah, we we appreciate you making a little bit of time for us before you uh before you leave the country and go uh, over to Tokyo. What man? What is I mean, we're gonna ask about a bunch of different things? But that's that's pretty incredible. What I mean, this is not your first time, but like, what is uh what is that like, man? What what is it like to to get to go and and help represent the U.S. at at an Olympic? Like the Olympics are like my number one bucket list. So like, yeah, it's so awesome. What's that like? You know, I think for swimming and diving people and really all the Olympic sports, it, it is the bucket list thing. Um, you know, I, I, I coached little kids for 20 years and it was always the goal. Um, so to get to do it twice is is pretty amazing to get to do it with the same kid twice, you know, with everything that, that she's had to go through, especially this last year. Um, it was pretty rewarding. So, um you know, it was, it was great the last time I, I you know, and, and we kind of joked about it, you know, that last time it was almost kind of like the clampets rolling up in their jalopy into LA, <laughs> but, uh, you know, this time, you know, she's been there, done that. And, you know, she's, she's older now and wiser and married. And, um, you know, this is, um, she's a different person going into it. And, and I think I am too a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, I, we're just excited to get to do it again. Yeah, obviously, Coach, talking about Katrina Young, who qualified for the Olympics, um, really cool to see. And for those of us who don't follow the Olympics, but every four years that when it's um, or follow swimming, but every four years, how does that process work? Because obviously you coached her at Florida State. Um, Does she reach out to you and say, hey, I want you to also be my professional coach and then my Olympics coach? Or is that common? They take their college coach with them or do they go find someone else? Or how does that process typically work? You know, I think you just you just probably rattled off about every possibility and all of them happen. So, uh, you know, a lot of kids, they finish up college and they want to go somewhere else. A lot of kids finish up college and they want to go back to their, to their age group program that they, that they learned how to, how to dive in. So, you know, when Katrina graduated, 
Um, you know, she, I think she did, she did do a road trip out to Austin just to see if her and, uh, and Mike would, would want to end up out there. And, uh, she came back after the weekend and said, no, you know, I think we'd like to stay here. Would you, would you do this with me? And I mean, that, that was a no brainer. Of course, of course I'd do it with her. So, um, you know, she's an FSU, she's an FSU person through and through, um, you know, she, she loves it here and she loves Tallahassee. She loves, you know, you know, what, what this Florida state family thing is. And so, um, yeah, I, you know, she, she's been here ever since. Yeah. And you mentioned, uh, you know, how it's her second time, obviously you guys were in Rio four years ago, or I guess five years ago, since we didn't have the Olympics last year. Um, I know you touched on it, but that experience has to help. We were talking to John Pock a few weeks ago on here about how he made his debut at the U.S. Open as an amateur. And he said he was just nervous as could be, but now he feels like he's ready because he's been there, experienced it. He talked to the pros, got a lot of tips. Um, was that a, much of a learning experience for her, reaching out to others out in Rio, or was it just being there, having done it? it that's got to help a lot moving into this year. Yeah, you know, I, I, hats off to John Pock, too. Uh, boy, that was a lot of fun. I, I'm a golf yeah. nut, so, I mean, I, I – I, you know, I love what our golf program does here, and that guy's amazing. And you know, be the low am, you know, yeah. at the U.S. Open, that's amazing. So uh, I can't wait to see what he does in the future. Uh, but yeah, for as far as Katrina goes, haven't been there, you know, once before, and and been through the whole process. It it it, it's, it definitely makes her a veteran. You know, I mean, and you know, and I was talking to my wife about this the other day because I am a golf nut. Um, you know, those guys and, and they, they've got four shots a year, you know, yeah. to, to become immortal, you know, um, you know, Katrina gets to do this once every four, uh, you know, and she's a platform diver to boot. So, you know, your, your lifespan is pretty short. You know, I, I don't think I don't think many of these divers are going to be, you know, uh, vying for for a major championship over in uh, at Carnoustie or wherever it was that Tom Watson almost won it, you know, at, at the last one that he challenged at. So, um, you know, you really have to take those experiences and you milk them for everything you can get out of them. You know, I mean, it, for, for swimming and diving, we have a world championship or a world cup every year. So that's sort of the Olympics in the off year. Um, you know, there's a lot of world champions and world cup champions that run around out there that nobody's ever heard of because it isn't the Olympics. Um, you know, this is the one that everybody pays attention to. So, um, but yeah, she's, uh, I, I, I think having been to Rio, um, you know, some ups and some downs and, um, and then, you know, again, the, 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 what she climbed through to get back here again, uh, you know, and there was a lot to that story too. So, um, yeah, I think it'll really serve her well. Um, Richie does a golf podcast, uh, and like I said, we we've yeah. chatted with uh, we chatted with Trey a couple of times, um, chatted with Mike a couple of times, and so he's he's begging everybody he can to to try and get up on that legacy course for, uh, Labor Day weekend. Um, he's begging Michael all for over this booze, like so. Anyway, so just just wait for uh, for Richie to hit you up, not only for his golf podcast uh, par four, but uh, also to to go out. actually. If I'm we in. Are, we're we're running the, we're running the gamut. Uh, Richie is. Uh, oh I boy. think he's taking some batting practice uh, from some Alani's girls. He's going to try and return a serve from one of from one of Jen's girls. And so, if you want to go kick his tail on the golf course uh, that weekend, that that works. Too. Well, I mean, let's just, let's just go full tilt here. I've got a speedo waiting for you if you want to come here and jump off the tower. Yeah, I man, mean, I, wow, this is this is all for the pod. You know? We was telling John um, that we have a closest to the hole on a par three, and he said he'll hook me up with a tailor-made driver if I can get inside his shot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I like it's a pretty safe bet. Well, it sounds like he's already got his smack talk game up to speed, so he's ready to go. Yeah, well, he went to Florida State where golfers yeah. want to talk smack. So. That's be right. On, going on. Be on Brooks's level in no time. Yeah. <laughs> Bryson um, had enough his caddy quit today, so. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so I, I won't ask you to speak for Katrina on this, but I don't know if she's if her thoughts are maybe similar uh, to yours on this. But obviously you guys, you know, bleed garnet and gold right but how much different is it how much more special like 
you know, how much more pride is it like to go and, and represent the U.S.? Uh, not, not only for her, but, you know, for you, too. You know, like what how, how different is that um, for you? You know, you know, I say I coached little kids for 20 years and, you know, it, it was always the highest honor to be on a national team and represent the United States. Um, you know, we, we had national champions and national team members and all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, whenever we do our team banquet, you know, after we got done doing doing barbecue and handing out all the awards, you know, there, we had one or two kids that were on national teams and, you know, that's sort of the cherry on top. That's, it's the highest honor you can have. So, um, but, you know, you're right about the garnet and gold thing. You know, I mean, we, we both love FSU. I mean, she's through and through. If, if, if the USOPC would let us wear this stuff over there, we would, uh, but we've been banned. <laughs> they told you can't. So uh, I, I can neither confirm nor deny that there may or may not be a garnet or gold shirt snuck into the bag. <laughs> Maybe a picture. I, I, I don't know. We did it last time, so <laughs> no, I'm sure we'll probably do it again. But but yeah, I, the, the, doing this for your country and for the United States, and you know, I mean, it's you know, it's it's what we do. It's what it's what we do this for. You know, and, and we've got kids, you know, that are, are are on the team that are also representing other countries, and yeah. and that's what they're doing it for. You know, I mean, we just had Isaac. Uh, make the team for the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really exciting. And Amir, where, where's, where, uh, where uh, Amir's going for Bosnia. And then we've got a, one yeah, other. Ida from Finland. Ida Ida is from Finland. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got them from all over, but I mean, at least for me personally, you know, <laughs> America, America, you know, Katrina too. So. Um. Yeah, we uh, it's been cool to follow the the different social media accounts. You guys is track and field, just all of the Olympic sports, um, soccer, um, talking about you know the the folks that have qualified and are going to represent their different countries. Obviously, it hits a little bit different when they're you know again this is airing on July fourth, but it hits a little different when when it's the U.S. But yeah, it's it's really cool to see uh, all of the kids go and 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 compete. Um, so it is really neat. Obviously, double fries, no slaw is an ode to Guthrie's and I, I'm sure that uh, I don't know if, I don't know if Guthrie's is on the, uh, the, the recommended diet for Olympic athletes or not uh, maybe, maybe out of season, but uh, is there anything, uh, is there anything you're excited? Oh, we, we talk about food like every podcast though. So it's like FSU America and food. So is there anything you're excited about going to try over there? Like, any, or is it just like, you're going to be so busy that you don't even know, but like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, yeah. Guthrie's is not on the band list for the coach. So <laughs> right. <laughs> I am in training for my before picture right now. It's going well. Um, so, you know, I, so what am I going to eat over there? I, you know, I, I don't know. So, so the, the world cup, which was several months back, you know, there's still on a lot of restrictions over there. Um, you know, the COVID thing is real and they're, uh, they're being extremely ultra cautious uh, the team that went to World Cup before Olympic trials, which was, you know, a couple of months before Olympic trials, um, you know, that they, they were put up in a hotel. Uh, they were they were not really allowed out of the room and certainly not off the floor uh, unless they were going to the pool where they got on a bus, went over, did their practice, got back on the bus, went back up to their floor. Um, and I think, you know, from what I understand, uh, uh, meals were catered uh by an airline. So, you know, when, it, when the dinner bell rang, they would kind of push a, a, a thing full of trays out, out of the elevator and everybody come down there and get one, take it back to their room. I don't think, I, I think it's going to be a little better than that when we get over there. Um, but uh, I, I'm an adventurous eater. I like to eat the weird stuff. So yeah. I love sushi. Uh, I hope they give us some sushi over there. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm game for pretty much anything. Um, I think it's weird if you don't like sushi personally. <laughs> I agree with that. Like we all, we'll have, I don't, that's like the perfect date night too. Yeah. Like when we want to go out with friends and stuff, we've got some friends that we like, I, you kind of forget like when we're making plans and stuff and they'll be like, Oh, I don't like sushi. And I'm just like, well, I don't like you. Like, why would you, yeah. how do you not like, how do you, what? Like, I don't know. Sushi is like one of those foods that yeah. I never get tired of. 
the, the, the first time I took my wife to a sushi restaurant, she had never had sushi before. And about 30 minutes into it, she looked at me and she says, if you tell me to put one more thing in my mouth, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> so that was our first sushi date. She loves it now, but um, yeah, I, I like the I like the adventuresome stuff. Her not so much. <laughs> she she'll stick with the chicken tenders, huh? Yeah, uh, no, no, no. She <laughs> likes the sushi now, but but that night it was it was oh, a little much. Yeah. <laughs> um, coach, talk to us a little bit about your program. Uh, we we've talked a lot about um, Katrina in the U.S. and the Olympics and all that, but um, seven ACC championships in your times, a couple of uh, ACC female diving coach of the years, sixteen All Americans. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, swimming and diving at, at FSU? Uh, you know, so, I, well, first of all, I mean, I, you know, the, the staff here is awesome. Uh, Neil Studd, who's the head swim coach, is great. Um, he, he makes it fun to come to work every day. Um, great guy to work with. He's done a great job on the swim side. He, he, can, he can tell you more about that. You know, I, I've only got so much bandwidth. Uh, and mine sort of focuses in on the diving piece of it. So, you know, as far as the diving goes, I've been really lucky here that, uh, you know, all these kids are really good students. Um, I really don't have a whole lot of issues there. Haven't had, uh, since I've been here, these guys, these kids go to class and make good grades. Um, I've got three of them in, uh, in med school right now that have since that have graduated out uh, a couple all Americans in there. Um, as the academic piece of, the, of this diving program is is really great, um, you know, and obviously competitively we've we've been very good. Um, you know uh, the, you know last year was a funny year. I think we were really set to uh, to probably have the best postseason we had ever had. Um, we had a great ACCs. Uh, Molly Carlson won her third. Um, uh, ACC Diver of the Year award, and she probably would have won it the year before, except she was diving on one hand. She had she had a broken wrist, or uh, or se- severely uh, bruised and beat up wrist. Uh, Ailey ba- Ayla Bonniewell was just lights out last year uh, at, at ACCs, and, I, and I'm talking about ACCs because that's really the last time anybody really saw him do anything. Um, but Ayla was amazing. Uh, and, and Ayla, Ayla had an amazing career here. You know, she was a, a she was a ACC champion also. Uh, she got second behind Molly on three meter that last year. Um, she just, she, Ayla was a great diver here. Um, you know, and uh, Cameron Thatcher, who was a transfer from Stanford, uh, he had a great career here too. Um, you know, and all of these guys ended up, making NCAAs at the zone meet. Uh, we got home and uh, I think four or five days later or something like that, uh, they canceled NCAAs. And it was just such a weird end to that year. You know, we had been together for four years. It was super emotional, you know, because it's like, you know, one day we're, 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 at, we're at the zone meet and then we come home and then I had to call them all on the phone and just say, it's over guys. And they were all seniors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except for uh, Josh Davidson, who came back this last year. Um, but they were all seniors, and I really never got to see him again, uh, which was just crazy. You know, uh, uh, Cam, Cam and Ayla, who are getting married here in a couple of months or at the end of next month, I think, uh, they came back to, to get one of their spears or get their spears, which was their, their senior gift. Um, and it was really good to see him, but I hadn't seen him since his own meet. Um, but, uh, you know, go, going forward, we had, uh, we had six freshmen this year. We had a guy from Germany, a guy from Mexico, uh, two girls from Texas, um, and a girl from Atlanta. Uh, and you know, we had a weird year there too. Uh, the entire women's team got contact trace for COVID didn't go to ACCs. <laughs> um, so no postseason there. That was the first time we'd ever not had any female divers at the ACC meet and that trickled on over into zones. They didn't go to zones either. Um, Josh, uh, Josh made NCAAs um, and was uh, winning the warm up on one meter at, at NCAAs and then whacked his hand on the board. And rather than get to compete in the one meter contest, 
uh, we spent the next three hours in the doctor's office getting his hand x-rayed. Um, so it, it was just, I mean, it was like, uh, it was like that, you know, the old Clapton song, you know, born under a bad sign. <laughs> it was that kind of year for us. Um, but, but again, you know, back to FSU swimming and diving, you know, Neil was super supportive through the whole thing. When the deal came back with the girls about the contact tracing and all, we just kind of looked at each other like, well, go Knowles, you know, yeah. <laughs> what, what are you going to do? You know, there was nothing anybody could do. It was just such a strange, strange year for everybody. But yeah. uh, got some good kids coming in next year. Um, got a girl from uh, Colorado, a girl from uh, California, a girl from Mexico, a guy from Canada and another guy from Mexico. So um, we're looking good. We're going to have a really big team next year, but very competitive. Yeah, no, absolutely. We like to ask this as well. Um, you know, understand what the general fund does, right. And in, in, with booster support, but I like to ask coaches individually, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a, a neat story or a kid that's got to experience something kind of different or, or strange or great or whatever, but like, how does booster support um, really impact your program specifically? Like I said, I, I understand the whole general fund and that's how we operate, but um, give us a, give us a behind the, behind the curtain or behind the scenes peek at, at a way that booster support has, has positively impacted you guys. I mean, this, this doesn't happen without booster support, <laughs> period, end of story. Um, We've got some really good, dedicated boosters that are very committed to our program and have been extremely uh, supportive. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I mean, you know, we we've we've had uh, we've had equipment paid for. We've had um, travel budgets shored up. Um, you know, we, we we got to experiment with some. Uh, you know, the the Whoop watches. Uh, and that was all due to to, to booster support. Um, I think you know I, I might have heard a whisper about a new scoreboard maybe happening, yeah. um, and that's all that's all coming from boosters. And and really, especially in this last year, you know, and, and even going forward, you know, I think I think COVID has you know pulled back the curtain and showed everybody the wizard back there pushing the buttons and turning the wheels. You know, it's we need these guys. We, we, we need help, you know, uh, from, and our, and our booster support is just completely, we have to have it. It's, it's invaluable. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, president or CEO Alford spoke about that when we had him last time, he's, he mentioned, you know, you guys have this beautiful new weight room that all student athletes will get. Uh, it was officially announced and some really good photos that, that looked awesome. Um, we'll, we'll, Appreciate your time, Coach. We'll get you out of here in just a second. But sure. being Fourth of July and all, I, I, you know, I saw the Ron Swanson cutout earlier. Um, what better American than Ron Swanson, right? He gets the surf and surf. You know, <laughs> he's, he's just all about the country. He, um, but who are some great Americans, in your opinion, the, on the fictional side, just for fun? <laughs> wow, uh, any character played by Will Ferrell. Penny Powers has to be up there. Captain America, you know, that, you that, that's a good one. Um, yeah, uh, John C. Riley, another good one. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm I'm just I'm super excited that this is coming out on the Fourth of July. I, I'm definitely <laughs> an America guy. Yeah. You know, it, it was uh, my that's my definitely. handle on uh, on on the snap face. What's it? the, the, the uh, Instagram? Instagram. Uh, <laughs> my my name is Dive Coach America. Love it. <laughs> I love it. I, I love that, it. You know, Richie. I know we're recording this today, but happy Fourth, everybody. Yeah, no, no doubt. Richie just dropped. That was like the hardest question we've ever asked him. Like nobody's gonna do interviews with us if you keep dropping bombs. Like you didn't even give him any preparation for that or anything. Like who are your favorite American fictional people? <laughs> um, I think I answered it well. I think you I did think, really I think well. You did well. I think I, think, I, think I nailed that to use a diving term, especially yeah. with how candid it was, right? Yeah. Like usually we sit. Like if we had like something off the wall, we'll give somebody some prep. Not not you today, like. But that's the American way to like do things to fly by the seat of our pants. That's right. That's <laughs> how we do it over here. Get her done. Yeah. Um, Coach Proctor, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate it. I'm excited for this to, to air when it comes on the 4th. But uh, excited to follow you guys' journey 
um over in tokyo and uh best of luck man we, we're we're super excited for it well thanks guys it was fun and uh you know we'll have to do it again go play some golf yeah you know, get you out here in the speedo i'm, I'm gonna hold you to that <laughs> that's all richie um, <laughs> might be the end of your career but <laughs> I'm, I'm a man of my words so if, if we, we make some sort of bet i'll, I'll live it out Okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. <Bet> made. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much, Coach. Good luck. Go Knowles and go America. Go Knowles. <laughs> Thanks, See Coach. you guys. See Thanks. John Proctor, FSU diving coach, swimming and diving coach, um, will be coaching Katrina Young in Tokyo later this month. Super excited to see uh, – Nick and them compete. Super excited to see Katrina and them compete. Um, of course, because they're Knowles. And then, I mean, I like all the Olympics, bro. Like, we, you know, we were asking Nick, um, you know, if, if they had any idea, like, what time they'd be competing at different stuff, you know, so that maybe the times would line up. But, like, I'm a junkie. Like, I'm excited about all the running. I'm excited about all, like, the gymnasts, all of the swimming, the speed stuff. Um, of course, basketball, you know, like, there's so much that's great. So, uh, I'm an absolute Olympic jumping. I'm sad that the soccer is not taking place just because obviously the, uh, you know, the Copa America and, and the euros and stuff are going on. So, you know, they wouldn't hold a tournament like right after that, but, um, excited for the Olympics. What's your, what do you, what, what are your favorite sports to watch? Yeah, man, for me, the Olympics, I love basketball, obviously. Uh, men's, women's doesn't matter. And then the 100 meter, like that's the biggest thing for me 100 meter, men's, women's, and then the four by one relay, and then the swimming as well. Swing, swimming relays are must see TV. Yeah. Um, I'm going to dominate. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> like that's right? the most fun part. I'm going to watch the great at some, uh, some phenomenal storylines with the, the South Korean golfers. They're going to skip the British Open this week to prepare for the Olympics, because if they medal, they do not have to serve a mandatory two year term in the, the military at South Korea. So that they're playing for some big stuff. Um, it just I love the Olympics in general. It just so many storylines, so much fun, um, so much country pride. It, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, they're they're a ton of fun. Okay, you dropped a bomb on um, Coach Proctor there. He handled that very very well. That was funny to listen back <laughs> to. I remembered it, but it, it went really well because he, you know, I even told him I was like, "Man, Richie dropped that bomb on you," and then he's like, "But I did well, right?" Like, and I was like, "Yeah, you crushed that. Like, you absolutely crushed it." Um, I had totally like went mind blank and frozen up there. So, Coach Proctor actually he texted me yesterday. Um, and was like, listen, I'm serious about golf when you know for Labor Day. So I was like, all right, man, we'll we'll make hey, it happen. I'm, I'm there. Um, so I was like, all right, we'll see you up there. Um, so of course, appreciate his time, appreciate Nick's time. Um, and uh and and like I said, super excited for them to see it. He you dropped the bomb on him. I'm not dropping as big of one on you. I, I texted you this while that interview was going on, so you had a little bit of a heads up, and then I didn't think about one for myself, but uh What's your favorite? If you have a couple, that's fine. Favorite uh, Fourth of July, like movie, summer movie, something around like the holiday. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, Top Gun's one that I always watch around this weekend. Uh, you know, it's at Miramar Air Force Base, which is at Pebble Beach, where the U.S. Open was just a few weeks ago. That's awesome. Um, Jaws, right? And especially this year, it, it, it's fitting. It's like. You know, it's like Rhonda Sanders, like open the beach, like yeah. you know, people lose their minds. And then uh, when we watched this morning, which is just a classic, the Sandlot, right? Everybody loves the Sandlot. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's your classic summer American film. Um, so many more that I, I, I could mention, but th those are the first few ones to come off the top of my head. Yeah, my wife and I watched Jaws the other day. Fantastic. Like always great. Um Sandlot is is incredible. Independence Day obviously is great. Yeah. Patriot is great. Um, Brave. We watched. Yeah. We watched. Um, not Braveheart. The Patriot. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same movie, just different countries. Yeah. it's like the same exact. You know, same plot, same. We're actors. all fighting for freedom uh, here, TJ. Right. Uh, um. What was the we watched Hamilton last night? You seen Hamilton? We talked about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, um, we actually, uh, as we were picking up this morning, we we were listening to the soundtrack. So yeah. it, it, um, uh, that first song is uh, oh, it's great. But there's some bangers yeah. in that. Like we watched it last night, and and Karen and I kept looking at each other, looking at each other, um, 
like every song and just going, Oh my gosh, I forgot how good this one was. And then like four or five songs in, we were just like, okay, we're going to do that every song. Like we're just, you know, see, see I, I love um, the rap battles, especially like when they're talking about oh when they're ready to, to do to the, uh, to do the duel and they have the 10 rules. Like, yes. I love that, man. That's awesome. Those and the rap battles are fantastic. Like I'm, yeah. Like the cabinet battles or whatever. Those are so, so good. The, the guy that played, uh, Jefferson was, was fantastic. Um, so and and Lin Manuel Miranda, he's probably the worst actor in the whole thing, which is fine. But he is an absolute genius, and just the oh, way that the way yeah. that he was able to write stuff. And I'm sure we're losing all of our listeners. Everybody's tuning this out right <laughs> yeah, now. As the, way, Hamilton, the, the way the way that he was able to like, come on, come here on. we go. <laughs> Gave you two Olympic athletes. What more do you? Want? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, let's get some takes off. But the way that he was able to write stuff into write the songs over into each other several times, right? Like the same, the same lyrics, the same beats and stuff got, got used in, in the songs kind of intertwined. It, it was really, really good. And then the story of Hamilton, they even mentioned it in the beginning uh, in the first song, how he is kind of the forgotten father. Like everybody knows, you know, Ben Franklin, George Washington, Thomas yeah. Jefferson, all those, but Alexander Hamilton was like really, really important to like life today. And so um, it, it's really cool. So some that I think about uh, what you, I, I mentioned it when, when Nick had just come on, but what did you, uh, I saw you putting that pool didn't look good, very good for swimming, but it looked like a pretty yeah. nice green for, for putting. <laughs> now, we, we did not go into the pool today. Uh, so anybody in Central Florida knows it's been raining nonstop. Um, yeah, I know my buddy had a little cookout today. He has like a floating green in his pool and a hitting mat. So it was pretty fun. You know, we, we had a little chip off. We're all ch- trying to hit the green that, uh, you know, in the middle of the pool, um, had some uh, hot dog sausages, all that good stuff, and then came back home. Uh, really excited. To, I was actually really excited to come home and, and do this interview tonight because how often you get to talk to someone who will be competing in the Olympics. That's yeah. one of the coolest things. Uh, me and the wife will probably uh, you know, watch another patriotic movie tonight. Uh, my boss said, hey, you get Monday or Friday off. Which one do you want? I took Friday. So I, I'll probably go to bed, but the wife has tomorrow off. So uh, overall, a, a really good weekend. You know, it's a, it a long holiday weekend. Got to hang out with friends, play golf, uh, do some different things, fire up the grill. Uh, just you know, exactly what I wanted. You know, weather not ideal, but you can't you can't win them all. Yeah, we uh, I took the second half of Friday off, um, so that was nice to to finish up a little bit early. We went and got. Uh, tacos at this little local place right. here in Tampa. It was fantastic, like like authentic or re- like really good. Yeah. We didn't go to Taco Bell or you know something like this, but uh, did that Friday. We went and hung out with uh, Blast from the Past. Remember Daniel Glosser? We went and hung out with he- him and his wife, uh, and they have a little girl that's um, a, a little younger than Elena. But uh, they played. Um, Daniel played at FSU. 2012-2013. I don't think 2014. I think it was a GA 2014. But uh played at FSU for a couple of years, so that was fun. And then yeah, today we had our uh, we got up went to church this morning, we got up um and got out, came home, grilled out. Didn't rain, uh fortunately for for the yeah. grilling and stuff, so that was good. Um and uh, our in-laws uh came over for that and then, like I said, took the kids. So yeah, after this I'm just going to watch. I mean, they'd be down now anyway, but it was, it was nice to have the evening off. Um, but yeah, interviews were great. Those guys were fantastic to hang out with. Um, if you're just tuning in, I saw we just got a, a bunch of bunch of new people because I just tweeted it again. But so we just got a bunch of people, new people join. We had Nick Lucena, FSU Men's Beach Volleyball. So is it or Lucinia? No, Lucena. I I went online and watched. <laughs> I I watched a video of him pronouncing it so that I didn't butcher it. I also don't like asking people. Like, cause I feel like if I'm having them on, I should know. And so, like, I, I didn't want to ask him. Uh, John Pock. I'm like, before yeah, I, live, like, hey, is it Pack or Pock? He's like, no, it's Pock. I'm like, all right, yeah. thank you. Cause I was, I was dead sick. There's a lot Pac. of confusion. There's a lot of confusion around that. Cause like people had yeah. said, I found a video of Nick introducing himself and saying it. I was like, ah, oh, we're all set. Right. Like, we're good. We're good on this one. He Love was it. great. Um, and then John Proctor was fantastic. He is going to yeah. be a fun guy to grab a beer with. I, I, I will <laughs> yeah. have him back on the podcast again. Uh, like like tonight. Like I bet I can text him right now. Just like, hey, click this link. Let's jump back on because he was fantastic. Um, like I can, I already know that John Proctor is like setting off fireworks in his front yard. Like I'm about to go do myself. Um, probably watching, you know, listening to Don McLean, American Pie, just having a yeah. great time right now. Absolutely. So, um, 
Hey, we'll talk about this, and then I think we'll we, we've done enough, and we'll wrap up. But uh, the the NIL stuff came out. I'm working on a guest to 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 talk about some of the NIL stuff, and I'll kind of keep keep uh, we'll keep you guys updated for when when we have that. That might be a pop up episode. We'll see. But uh, I, we don't have to go super in depth with the all the NIL stuff. It was cool to see Milton and um, really just a lot of the FSU players get to sign. Um, deals and have a lot of stuff upcoming and be able to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Um, you can think whatever you want about the new law and passing and how it changes football or doesn't change football or is right or wrong, whatever. But the coolest thing that has come out of this so far was Dylan Gibbons, um, Notre Dame transfer for now Florida State offensive lineman. Um, use his platform to raise $30,000 for, um, I believe the young man's name was Timothy who struggles with some health challenges for Timothy to be able to come to Florida state for the FSU Notre Dame game on um, Sunday evening of Labor Day weekend. Um, and then, you know, raise even more because of how generous not only FSU fans were, but college football fans, and Notre Dame fans, uh, all of the above. Um, really, really cool to see him use his first thing for that, right? Not that there's anything wrong with guys profiting and just making money off of their name. That's totally awesome too. This was the coolest part to me. Uh, the fact that they couldn't do, I want to be positive here. And so I don't want to be super negative about this, but the fact that they couldn't do that before is ridiculous. But the fact that that's what he chose to do um, with his first uh, opportunity and the way that our fans, I'm sure Notre Dame fans, the guy that had played yeah. there for years and, and college football fans, I know that I saw Gator fans sharing that. I saw Miami fans sharing that. Um, that was really, really awesome. So hats off to him. He, he, we, we tweeted about it. He followed us the other day. So thanks for the follow, Dylan, if you, if you ever see this. But um, it was awesome uh, to see him do that and, and really proud that, that you know, we have somebody like that on our team. And not that he's the only one, but somebody that, you know, made that effort up front. I'll shut up and stop rambling if you have any thoughts on it. <laughs> yeah, man. Like you said, it's just really cool to see. Um, you know, it, it, he met him in South Bend and they formed a bond. And now it's it's gone to Tallahassee and to the point where he wants to bring him here. I think it's one of the coolest things. I remember um, – I don't know if you remember Peyton Poulin from yeah. the 2013. So he actually went to my high school, and, like, we've messaged back and forth um, on Facebook a, a few times. And I just think about stuff like that. And it's just so cool to see athletes use a platform they have to reach out and just help others. I think it's such a cool thing. And, you know, for him to get to go to Tallahassee for the Florida Florida State game, I'm sure he'll be on the sideline. He'll get the VIP experience. That is such a cool thing to see. Uh, very excited. I'm sure I'll be excited from like the 82nd row in section 35 or wherever I'll be sitting, but it'll be fun. But man, like shout out to Dylan Gibbons. Um, obviously, you know, he, he's his fifth year in college now. Um, he's not worried about trying to make money. He's trying to help somebody else out, which is the coolest thing to see. And he's a really good offensive lineman. That's going to help us out. <laughs> just, just like a win-win all around for Florida State fans and Dylan Gibbons, Notre Dame transfer. I, uh, I don't I hope I don't offend people, but actually, I don't really care. I don't believe in karma. Um, and I, I so whatever, like take that for what it's worth. <laughs> but if the football gods are watching. And you just saw what he did. Like, just try and remember that on Labor Day on that Sunday <laughs> night. Like, like try to remember what Dylan did because we'll we'll take any we'll take you, some pancakes. You, you took Kane Madden from us. So, right. so what Notre Dame have Kane Madden? Let yeah, us we, get the win. Let us get the we'll dumb. call it even. We'll call it even. So, um, hey, and we we don't. I'll say this too. Uh, shout out! I want to shout out Derek King, uh, Miami starting quarterback Absolutely, as well. Yeah. Um, we don't give a lot of love to rivals on this show, but I don't really dislike any players. I just dislike programs, right? Like I don't have any problem with any kid that plays college sports at another school. Um, Derek King really making a, one of the best, I mean, a Heisman, you know, he's got Heisman odds, right? Going to be a great quarterback, um, in this state and in this country this year, um, blowing up right with nil deals all over the place i think he signed like four deals his first day like something like 20 made like 20 grand like off the bat or or yeah. whatever but um 
he's making a massive, I don't have all the details, but he's making a massive effort to make sure that all of the players on his team um, benefit from this, right? He's not, and I'm not saying that other quarterbacks or other stars aren't doing this, but it just hasn't been publicized. It, it was impressive to me in the, kind of the same way that Dylan Gibbons is, um, efforts were impressive to me that Derek King's first focus in the first couple of days of this was not only himself because he knows that the star quarterback at the University of Miami, he's going to get taken care of, right? Any starting quarterback in a power five is probably going to get taken care of here. But his first effort was to make sure that his teammates, um, you know, ate as well. And, and that's really impressive. I know Milton is, is, is focused on some things with his teammates too. And so, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm sure that, King is not the only one, but he's the one that, that has been made known about. And he's the one that kind of led from the front. And uh, hopefully him doing that does inspire other stars to kind of get their teammates involved or say like, hey, I'll do this, but you got to show some love to my guys or my offensive line. I, th- I know Milton's been really big on trying to pull his offensive line along and, and help those guys out too. So anyway, really cool to see that. We Again, we don't give a lot of love to uh, rival programs, but something that is neat to see. Yeah, and shout out McKinsey Milton for teaming me up with Derek King for starting their own brand, right? Like, uh, I forget the name of it. Um, Dreamfield? No. Dreamfield, yeah, Dreamfield. So they teamed up together and started that brand. And like you said, TJ, uh, Derek King wants to share as much money as he can with his teammates. Uh, that's awesome to see. Um, uh, it, this NIL thing is going to be a, a roller coaster. I can't wait to see what it brings. But I'm glad that the players have some power because they deserve it. Um, And, again, it's their own name, image, and likeness, so they should have all the rights to it. So I'm glad that we're finally to a point where we get that and we get NCAA football back pretty soon, next, I don't know, four or five years. I think 2023. I don't think we get it this year. I don't think we get it next year. I think 2023, everything will be kind of finalized. It'll happen. Crossing my fingers, hoping that that's the case. Um, I mean, I, do you want the um, do you want the song this week? I've got a million America songs that that I can play. Toby Keith, I, I like. Yeah. We could do whatever. So if you want to pick it, you can. If not, I'll, I'll take this one easy. Oh, I'll, being the Fourth of July, I consider myself a proud American. Give me a uh, Lee Greenwood. God bless the USA. I can't think of a better song for the Fourth of July. Gotcha. Um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. It was a fun. It was fun to do this on Fourth of July with a couple of uh, uh, an Olympic athlete and an Olympic yeah. uh, coach. That's not something I I thought we'd be doing when we started this. Oh, eleven months ago. I think eleven months ago today was our first episode. So, um, getting close to that one year, but I didn't think we'd be talking with people in the Olympics um, in less than a year. So, trying to stay hot. Um, until next time, we'll see you guys. Maybe for a pop up, maybe not, but definitely see you guys next Sunday. Um, evening and thanks for all your support go Knowles if tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life and I had to start again with just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars to be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shining sea From Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. Where there's pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say 
defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men Cause there ain't no doubt 